you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> hey there, it's Timmy Manor and welcome to the Spirit of Sport right here on 1170 SEN. Joining me tonight, like he does every week, it's B Litz. Yes, right here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for opening the door. Yeah, <laughs> I open the door for you. I'm a gentleman. Oh, thanks. I do that. Hey, our special guest this week, Benny. I know you're pumped because yes. I'm pumped. Uh, and I know the Lebanese community is pumped as well. But hey, after making his NRL debut in 2012 with the Penrith Panthers, our guest quickly became one of the most reliable and likable wingers. Well, that's, you know, likable is, you know. <laughs> debatable. Well, yeah, debatable. Wingers in the game. No, he's extremely likable. After scoring 86 tries in 174 NRL games, he represented both New South Wales and Australia, played in grand finals, and he's now a key member of the Rabbitohs playing squad. Tonight, my guest on the Spirit of Sport is none other than South Sydney Rabbitohs winger, one of my favourites, and legend, Josh Mansell. Josh, thanks for joining us. Yes. Boy, thanks for having me. <laughs> Gee, you know what? <laughs> love it's... the energy. I love the energy. Can I just say, love it. <laughs> We're not mucking around. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of energy, Benny, Josh, yeah. Josh has got an energy, mate. The uh, sauce is, you gotta, you got to have a few coffees to keep up with him. He's yeah. always on the go. I can feel it through the, through the radio. He's an entrepreneur as I well. I am the CEO, Chief Energy Officer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be honest. I, I've got to sense that you work really well on radio too. He, well, oh, mate. If, if Timmy can hook me up, 100%. Oh, yeah, we okay. actually called a game with each other on SEN a few weeks ago, yeah. and he nailed it. It was actually a natural. Yeah, the well, problem is he's too pretty for this place. Yeah, okay. Radio is where... not punctual enough. And not, yeah, 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 that's true, actually. Very late. You rocked up very late, the big fella. But the thing is, when you've got a place like Josh, you, you, you can be in front of the screens. You can be yeah. in front of the cameras. You yeah. know, people like you and I, Benny, yeah. we belong in these dark studios. Yeah. We live our shirts on. <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> oh, uh, love the rap. Josh, uh, speaking of the being CEO, we'll, we'll get to your business later, but you've also uh, been a bit busy the last 24 hours. I called you yesterday because I saw... Daniel Patrick. You know, ben, you know Daniel Patrick? Yeah. You know the brand? Yeah. Um, very hip clothes. He's over in LA now, killing it. You know, NBA players wearing his gear. Come on. And he, I, I was just on Instagram yesterday, and I see him. He's got like a, someone obviously following him with a camera, and he walks into a cafe, one of my local <laughs> cafes, and he's like high-fiving Josh Mansell, and, and he sits down, and, and they're talking strategy. Wow. Oh, yeah. Josh and Daniel Patrick about business <laughs> Business strategy. Josh, can you tell us a bit, a bit about what your meeting was like with Daniel Patrick yesterday? Please. No, it was pretty cool. Um, we keep in touch on social media, mainly Instagram. And um, he's actually a bit of a, a footy fan, loves his NRL. Um, and funny enough, his dad actually uh, played NRL. Um, it was Tom Jarvis, I think he is. He's played for a couple of clubs now. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah. He actually also played with uh, Jason Nightingale in, uh, at St. George in Jersey Flag. Wow. Um, which is a small world, but um, his passion was uh, apparel, clothing, fashion, and uh, he decided to start his own brand. And um, he didn't feel like he was fit for the Aussie market, so he wanted to go big and just wanted to, you know, pretty much take a risk. And he went straight over to the, uh, the States, uh, opened up a shop in L.A., and um, he's yeah, one of the most prominent streetwear brands in, um, in L.A. at the moment. And, yeah, get the likes of NFL players, NBA players, and and the rest and um yeah he's just come back home uh, caught up in a few of his mates i uh, asked if i wanted to catch up and i, I said yeah why not 100 percent. and uh just yeah it was, it was funny enough to you know he listened to his story and uh just yeah you know just catch up it was good and now he's good. picking your brain so did you get this try to convince him to bring him back <laughs> snap pants and, and the bum bag 
Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the snap is pants. Stere- is that a bit of stereotypical? What you <laughs> uh, the, the, yeah, the, the gold chain. Oh, hey, I'm, I'm part of the community, mate. I'm just asking. If, I wanted, uh, there's a wider community that wants to know. Are they coming back? Is Daniel Patrick bringing them back? Uh, I, I think they're long gone, brother. I think they're long gone. I say that. I see a few of the a few of the boys are training, rocking some man bags and stuff like that. So oh, you never know. Yeah, I've seen them as well. Those crossbody bags. Come on, man. Yeah. But, Anyway, hey, well, let's let's talk a bit of footy. Um, you're, in, you're at South Sydney now, right? Second season. Yeah. Um, quite obviously, I'm I'm very biased, but I'm a huge fan of yours, and um, I don't want to get too deep into how ridiculous it is that you're playing reserve grade because you can't mention you can't talk about that because you're a player. I know I know the rules, but um, how are you finding this year? You know, we always talk about on this show whenever we have a guest on here, we talk about their journey, how they got there, and obviously everyone's got a story, everyone's got challenges along the way. How do you find dealing with the challenges? Because it does, it does feel like a challenge when you're going through something, something like playing reserve grade. And how are you finding mm. you're coping with that and how do you deal with it? Yeah, up and down, to be totally honest with you. Like, I, it was definitely a challenge that um, I wasn't expecting at this point in my career. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been really challenging. But what it's, show, what it's shown me, it's definitely gave me, uh, gave me a lot of respect for the blokes that are in it each, uh, each week. Um, especially all those reserve grade players and the guys that are part-time, like how much they have to work and um, obviously perform on the weekends. Um, mate, I just got so much respect for those kind of guys. And um, again, it's uh, it has been challenging because I do believe in myself and I do believe that I'm an NRL player. But um, at the same time, you know, I only can control what I can control. And um, I'm in this situation at the moment. So, um, mate, the best, the only thing I can do is, you know, have a good attitude uh, every time I, I train, every time I play. Um, and most importantly, just try and keep having fun. You know, as hard as that is, obviously I want to be playing NRL. But um, end of the day, mate, I'm, I'm still living the dream. Uh, I love, I love, I love what I do, and uh, all I can do, mate, is just keep my head down, keep working hard, and hopefully I can get back in the starting squad um, in the NRL. So uh, we'll have to just wait and see. Yeah, you say circumstances change, and that happens to all of us. And when you're going mm. through these these changes, um, you know, you say there's there's I can't. I, I can only change me. I can't change my circumstances. With you exactly. in this in this in this season of change, it already sounds like you got a bit of a mantra going on there. But what's your mm. what's your like mental approach to this um to this change? Mate, again, like I'm I'm not going to say it was easy. It's been it's been very hard. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, you know, at the beginning of every every year, I set goals for myself, and um, you know, one of those goals was to play consistent footy in the NRL and. Um, it's frustrating when I can't really, you know, tick off those kind of goals. And, um, you know, obviously I want to, everyone wants to play in NRL, right? Like, mm. especially like me, I've been, I think it's my 11th or 12th season and um, I still feel like I have a lot to offer. And it's a bit of a hit to the ego, don't get me wrong. But um, again, like it's, it's, it's not easy. You just got to try and be, you know, like look around you and take all the positive you can get um, out of a, a negative situation almost. And, um, yeah, just have a good attitude. That's what it all comes down to, you know. Like at the end of the day, no one's gonna feel sorry for you, um, and like you're gonna have obviously a good support network around you. Those guys are gonna be. And that's the hardest thing as well, like because the guys that are close to you, like they're always gonna have a biased opinion. So yeah. you gotta you gotta be careful of what you take in. And um, end mm. of the day, it's the man in the mirror, man. Like it's only you against him. And uh, for me personally, I just wanna you know have a good attitude no matter what. Please don't sing. Please don't sing. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's too too soon, mate. Too soon. Sorry. Now, um, you mentioned some positive things that have been revealed through this process. Um, what, what are a few of those things that you've already noticed have been unearthed? 
Oh, well, just to be, I look back on my career as well, like a lot of, you know, just looking back and having having the career I had, like it's, I've been pretty privileged and very lucky to have done what I've done. Um, you know, definitely I look back and see all that and I feel very, very lucky to be in the position I am today. You know, like not only, not, not everyone gets the opportunity to play 170-something NRL yeah. games, let alone play for Australia and New South Wales. So, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm very grateful, very, very grateful. And, yeah, that's huge. Um, I just gotta, I just gotta keep reminding myself that, um, you know, it's, it's been, it's been great, but um, at the same time, like, uh, I still got that hunger and that, that belief in me that I want to keep, um, I keep performing. And obviously, my main goal is obviously to win a NRL premiership. And uh, it doesn't look like it's. Um, it looks a bit far at the moment, a far reach. Well, the situation I'm in at the moment, but I'm not, it's not that I'm not going to believe it. I uh, drop my head or um, let go of that dream because uh, my anything can happen. Mate, you've come so much closer than most people. Like you know those grand finals, and you know you talked mm-hmm. before about your your biased circle of friends because obviously your mates, you know, want what's best for you. But you're also very mm-hmm. popular, and that's across the like across the whole competition. You got mates at every every team. Every time I remember going to like an RLPA function and you have all the all the players in different teams, you're always one of the most popular guys there. Uh, and obviously your teammates loved you. How did how did you find going through the challenge of you know having to leave Penrith as well? Like you know that was a week after being at the you know probably the highest week in the career. You know playing in a grand final, uh, the disappointment of not getting the result, and then obviously getting told to look elsewhere. How did you find that? Yeah, that was extremely tough, man. Because uh, you know I gave my all for those nine whole seasons there and uh, every single time that I come off contract I never wanted to look elsewhere I always wanted to re-sign uh, I, I was really embedded in the club in the community um, with my teammates um, so I went through the highs and lows of that, uh, of the club you know and um, for me I'm a very loyal person like the minute I got there like they gave me the, they gave me the opportunity to make my debut there and um, for me I, I, I took it personally you know like I really wanted to show, uh, show good faith and um, be loyal as long as I could, and obviously the, the the dream was to win a premiership. Unfortunately, like I wasn't there to be a part of that, but um, I like to think I had a big role um, in helping those boys, you know, lift that that trophy that following year. But um, I think coming up against them was like, yeah, it was definitely challenging because there was a lot of emotion involved. Uh, I spent nine seasons there, and uh, it wasn't the the exits that I that I envisioned. But uh, again, like sometimes in this business we're in, like it is a business and uh, I had to, you know, move on. And uh, me personally, I, I think I struggled a bit with that because um, I was, you know, I was a bit disappointed. I loved the club so much and it was just like a bit of an ugly breakup, you know, like it, it felt like I broke up with my missus or something. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, you know, I, I love those boys. I've got a great relationship with the club, um, people that work there. So um, yeah, for me it was hard, but uh, at the same time it was bittersweet to see him win the trophy because I know how hard those boys work. And um, yeah, I, I was in a tough position. Don't get me wrong, but you know I'll try to find the positives uh, out of uh, out of uh, the hardest places. Yeah, you always do, man. That's what you're you're really positive. Um, let's go back to a young a young source. You made your debut against the Storm in a 44-10 loss. What was mm. the feeling like in the lead up to getting told you're playing in first grade? Man, I feel like it feels like it was yesterday. Hey, it's it's um it, it really went really fast. Uh, I'll never forget. I was driving to training, you know, just uh, my normal routine um, on the M5, driving out west, about to hit the M7, um, and I get a call from Ivan. And um, oh no, sorry, I called Ivan actually because I popped my tire. <laughs> so I was telling, I was calling him to be. I was telling him I was going to be late. I was absolutely sweaty bullets because the last <laughs> thing I want to do is be late and. 
you know, I was a young fella, so yeah, calling your coach is always hard. But <laughs> I, uh, I've got I've got my tire back on the road. Um, I've got my tire back on. I've got my car on the road, and I'm driving back down. And then he's called me back, and he's like, uh, "How long do you reckon you're going to be?" And I'm like, "Oh, I don't know, 30 minutes or so." And he's like, "Oh, mate, I'll just tell you now. You're making your NRL debut this week." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I was just my and I was in absolute shock, and I'll, I'll never forget. Like as soon as I hung up the phone, I was like yelling on the top of my lungs, cheering, man, just driving to training on the biggest buzz ever. Um, and I, on the way, they obviously had time to kill, so I decided to call all my family, a few of my friends, and um, and uh, in no time, I, I got to Penrith Stadium. I've got, I took, took the elevator upstairs to the video room. I opened the door, and all the boys were still in there, and they were cheering me on. Oh, and yes. I oh, gave me a bit of a hug, and, mate, it was one of the best feelings ever, honestly. Was, That's awesome, uh, man. I love yeah. that. That's so yeah. cool. What did yeah, the, it, was, uh, what, it was awesome. What did the family say when you were telling the news? Oh man, uh, my my girlfriend, who's now my wife um, at the time, she um, man, she, uh, she 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 cried over the phone. Uh, my mum cried over the phone. I shed a tear a bit, and um, my it was just so much emotion, just yeah. so much. Like yeah. it was, it was, uh, it was all, there's a lot of sacrifice, a lot of hard work, and uh, I feel like um, the people that I called really understood uh, how hard I've worked to get to that position, and um, yeah, to share that with the people I love, man, it uh, it just made it even more special. So uh, it it wasn't only for myself, but it was all for the people that were supporting me. I feel yeah. like um, you know they really got behind me, and to see me make it, yeah, it, it was really special. Yeah, and you also went on to get Rookie of the Year that year, didn't you? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, RLPA Rookie of the Year that one. Yeah, yeah. how did that feel like looking back in the first year? Was it a nice way to end the first season? For sure, man. Yeah, it was. It's just it was just crazy how it all just unfolded that year. Like I ended up debuting and um i played for i played for uh for the rest of the year and um to be you know recognized as um well you know uh, as a rookie of the year and i think my first three games i got players player so um that was pretty special as well and um wow. but uh, yeah it was uh it was a special year like we didn't go the best but for me personally like uh, having to achieve um, my nrl debut and taking you know play play that remain of the season was um yeah it was pretty it was pretty cool love that it's awesome uh, and okay let's let's talk about your international career because you played for australia which is amazing it's an incredible achievement you played for origin you played at the highest level of our game and not only played it you actually done it at a very high level and did, did well when you did it um but producer tom has got the stats here i'm looking at some some notes and in 2009 did you play for lebanon i did I did. So you played for Lebanon before all these young bucks did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So don't pull up the don't, don't pull up any photos of what I look like because <laughs> let me tell you, the haircut was a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Okay, well, to look at that. Um, so you played for Lebanon in 2009. You've also went on to play for Origin in Australia. Uh, I actually remember playing against you when you're playing for Australia. Uh, funny, you meant, against funny Lebanon. You meant, uh, let me. Yeah. Let me cut you off there. In my study in my house, there's a photo of me taking a hit up, and I guess who's tackling me? Yeah. Oh, the, the, the bold Lebanese <laughs> lion. Oh, the manifest. <laughs> manifesting himself. Um, I actually felt so bad for you that night because, Benny, Lebanese are uh, they're, they're interesting interesting people. We, yeah. I love them with all my heart. Yeah. But they they looked at Josh Mantle as playing for Australia, like the pinnacle oh, of our yeah. game, uh, as almost disloyal to Lebanon, right? Yep, yep. So we play against Australia and I'm telling you, this is like a home game for us. We're playing in Sydney and the cheers were way louder for Lebanon. And every time poor Josh got the ball, they all started like heckling him and making noise. I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> oh, Where was I, the game? I've never, been, 
Allianz Stadium. Sports Club, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was Allianz Stadium, and let me tell you, mate, I've never been booed so much. Oh, no. And, and I don't think that stadium has ever been that loud before. Oh, no, the drums <laughs> and the, yeah. Oh, it was, uh, it was a cool atmosphere, but uh, after the game, I was pretty filthy. I'm not going to lie. I was, you, pretty, I was you, pretty pissed off. You know what, though? I, I, I wouldn't say this to many people, Benny, but if. Yeah, face the, the option of playing for Australia or Lebanon. Surely. Yeah, like anyway. Top of the top. I think for me, like there was more. It was more than, than that. Like uh, so, twenty sixteen, I I got to you know the um, opportunity to play for Australia and go to uh, play in the Four Nations, and it was um, it was cut short when I did my ACL, and um, to have the opportunity again to be picked and to play in the World Cup, like I felt like it was almost like a redemption story for myself, and. Awesome. Um, yeah, I just I just had to take that opportunity, man. Like, I really wanted to kind of um, turn a bad ending, you know, to a um, sorry, a, a bad beginning to a good ending. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, that really that was pretty much one of my main reasons. And um, obviously, to play for Australia, you know, like you said, Timmy, it's like uh, it's a it's a huge honour, and you know, it's a place of birth. I grew up I grew up here my whole life, so for me, like, um, yeah, it was really special. Yeah. But then also, I think there was, there was one tour you, I think you were playing the Kangaroos in the UK. You did the ACLA. Um, mm, what was mm, that yeah. like? You know, we, I don't know you've had experiences with challenges and it's part of the game and everyone kind of learns to deal with um, setbacks. But how did you find, because we had, we had Hayes Dunster on the show yesterday and Hayes has done, you know, he did what is mm. ACL, PCL and MCL. Yeah, yep. yeah um, massive. How did you find like the, you know, the initial moments of you know, trying to deal with the, the high from playing for Australia, and then obviously learning that you're going to be out for about six to nine months. When it happened, I was in complete shock, yeah. like absolute shock. I didn't really, I didn't really digest all of it um, in that uh, particular moment. Like, if I just rewind in the 2016 year, like everything was going so well for myself. Like I was, you know, playing good footy. I was part of a good team, and um, you know, got picked for. Uh, uh, New South Wales got wing of the year. Then to play for Australia. Oh, sorry, I got married. Then I got to play for Australia. Oh, don't forget that, bro. Don't forget that part. Yeah, I know. That was close. That was close. But uh, I was on top of the world, man. Honestly, I was on top of the world. And, um, you know, like, I go over there and my wife was actually meant to fly out the day after. Um, and, you know, I ended up doing my, my ACL the day before. And um, I had to cancel my honeymoon. I had to fly back, get my op done. I'll, you know, the, the rest of my tour was done. And, Man, it was just, uh, I was in absolute shock. I just couldn't believe it. Like, you know, not a broken finger, not like, um, you know, an injury where I could have played on, but an ACL, like one of the worst yeah. things you can get in a professional sport. Um, yeah, man, I was in shock. I was I was rattled. I'm not going to lie. I was, yeah. I was pretty rattled. Well, your, your, your quads have been tiny since, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know about quads, Bernie, this guy's got the world's biggest quads, mate. Just... Mate, there's a reason why. If you have a look at him, he's very um, quick to get into budgie smugglers yeah, or short yeah. shorts. Or he's that guy at the beach wearing his Guilford hours footy shorts. You know? Surely yeah. you got a powder sponsor or a cream sponsor or something. They're very oh, nice mate, I wish, I wish. Put that out there for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Just start a fire, mate. Uh, okay, <laughs> um, mate. Where. Uh, we're obviously talking about um, you know the spirit of sport and challenges that you've learned along the way and how you've dealt with them. But I'm really excited, and this is in no way me telling you that your career is almost over. I just I'm excited with what you're doing 
outside of your football career, and it's really good that you have the initiative to do it now while you're still playing. Mm. Um, can you give the listeners at home um, a bit of a taste of what you're working yes, on and, and how they can learn more about it? Yeah, so I've had um, I put uh, started on the side uh, a renovation company. It's pretty much like a pre-sale renovation company for people wanting to sell their homes, but they don't have to pay a cent to a settlement. And um, that's been two years now in operation, and uh, I feel like my debut year I'll never forget. Like I was one of the youngest in the team, and um, the one thing that frightened me was when a few of the boys that were retiring that year, uh, I asked them a question on what they wanted to, what they were going to do in retirement, and majority of them had no idea and it used to send chills down my spine like I just I don't know it just didn't sit right with me like not having a plan not being able to like you know obviously playing footy you just got a schedule and a routine consistently set out for you and mm. as soon as you retire you don't got none of that and yeah I just wanted to get the wheels in motion and you know uh, start this business with a few of my mates and um, I feel like as well with footy players you get a lot of opportunities and a lot of people come along the way and sell you this great idea and um, you know, come be ambassador for my brand and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, this business is really what um, aligns with my values. And it's, you know, it's about helping people. Um, I used to, be, I'm actually a qualified carpenter um, before, before I debuted. So it's got construction, it's got, you know, it's, it's about helping people and um, mates to, you know, it's, it's really what I believe in. So uh, to kind of get that going, that's, um, it's been really good, man. So um, Such a cool concept, that'll man. be my transition. That'll, that'll be my transition uh, when yeah. I retire. Such a cool sure. concept. Um, I like following this up on LinkedIn as well. I think um, the way you guys brand it, is all your personality, you all come through, um, your content. It, it's very vibrant, but it's also the, the proof yeah. is in the pudding too. You look at some of your projects that you guys have done and um, it's incredible work. And, and to be able to work with a team like yours Thanks, to do man. it is, is pretty cool. Um, so yeah. it's called Renault Cell if anyone wants to check it out. Renault Cell. Uh, Josh is also, and he probably won't agree with me, but I reckon he's got a huge career in media if he wants to go that way because he speaks <laughs> underwater, Benny, yes. uh, with a mouthful of marbles. He yes. can't speak, he can't but speak. his personality comes through when he speaks. It's one thing to be able to speak. It's another thing to have uh, that personality, personality come through. And uh, I think if he wants to go down that path, he'll be able to kill it. Um, and now let's just look ahead. This week, you're playing in Canberra against Canberra uh, in the Reggies. Mm. Um, mm. you've actually got, uh, a very, a very talented, uh, caller for the game in the commentary box, um, oh. working for Fox oh. and that would be, uh, uh, yours truly. So oh. I actually look forward to, uh, calling oh. some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's not afraid to intro himself. <laughs> no, no. no is that... So uh, I, I want to give you, this is, this is, set, this is, let's set this up, right? So I want to give you a big plug before oh. the game. I want to be saying, yeah, I wonder oh. if this guy playing reserve, like, yeah. but I need you, I need you, Joshy, to back me up, all right? <laughs> give me a performance oh. that I can, I can go to town with and I can tell the listeners at home, see, I told you, I yeah. told you. <laughs> I'll do my best for you, brother. Believe me, I'll do my best. So, um, we actually fly down. So I'm up in the Sunshine Coast at the moment in camp and, Oh, um, wow. The boys that I play, yeah, so, you know, I, I thought I'd take my time out of my beautiful day, you know, I've got the palm trees over my head, and the sun's out. Well, you got a massage soon, so. don't you? You have a massage, and we've got to get, let you go soon, because uh, Josh, he's 18, <laughs> minute, 18 minutes ago, a massage, so we've got to go soon. Massage the cords. <laughs> yeah, well, he needs about an hour on each cord, these yeah, that's, that's yeah. long. Uh, I'm looking forward to travel back to uh, uh, cold Canberra, so... Uh, oh. <laughs> when do you get there? The, the day or the day before? Yeah, so we we fly back to Sydney six a.m. Uh, six p.m. Sorry, uh, on Friday. I'll have a have a nice sleep, and then I'll get on the road at six in the morning the next day and play at twelve o'clock. So. Oh, you're driving there? 
Yeah, we're driving to Canberra, Ooh. yeah. And the same yeah, day, too. Yeah, get the playlist ready. Yeah. Oh, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll try no to I'll see if I can uh, spot the, the, the coach from yeah. the air. Maybe a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a crossword or something. Uh, gee. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Well, Benny, that's the other part they don't talk about. Everyone thinks, you know, the football oh, is very glamour. glamour. Oh, the glamour. Mate, we drive to Newcastle. Oh, we you drive guys to Canberra. We drive to... Mate, Honestly. You should, I'm telling you, <laughs> the budget isn't as big as everyone thinks yeah. it is in this game. Netflix should do a doco <laughs> on how hard you guys have it. Honestly. I know you're being sarcastic. <laughs> I know you're being sarcastic. <laughs> but the truth is, the truth is, it's okay. a... Like, everyone goes, oh, give me your jersey. I'm like, no, I will wear this jersey first of the year. Like, they don't realise that you're wearing the same jersey for the next 26 weeks. Yeah. Uh, and the bo- don't get me started with the boots. Ah, oh, the boots as well. Mate, yeah, I don't get I don't get 100 pairs of boots. The, 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 what the, size the, are you? The EPL, they come into their sheds every day. They're, they're fresh, crisp oh. training gear ready you're, for them. It, I feel like you're the type of player to have the black boots. Oh, mate, I'll notice there'd be boys listening right now who <laughs> would be getting a bit fired up. I, I'm a big believer that um, not just me, but most most players, well, most front rollers anyway, should be wearing black boots. Because um, <laughs> it, it, it's just, it's work. It means you're there to work. It's my work boots. It's yeah. like my steel caps. Because if I'm a front roller and, or I see a front roller rocking up in his bright yeah, orange boots, Benny. Nah, he's not focused. That tells me that he's not ready to roll the sleeves up Get the shovel out and get digging. Nah. You nah. see, that's exactly what we want you to think. That's exactly what we want you to think. He wants a runway. That's what yeah. he wants. Yeah, Josh, is, Josh goes there with his sharp new haircut and his, you know, his big quads popping out of his shorts and his shiny new boots. Uh, and you know what? It's it's distracting. I'll, I'll give you that. It's distracting. But at the end of the day, mate. That's the job done. You, know, you got the concrete boots out, mate. That's nothing more durable than them, mate. <laughs> Like I, I used to um, I used to wear those boots. I had like game day boots. I played my whole year in pretty much one pair of boots, almost. Wow! But I only wear. Oh no, no, no! Sorry, I probably tra- every every. I train them probably three times a year, but I'd only wear them for game day. I wouldn't wear them at training. Right. Training oh, boots, right. I'd rotate okay. through a fair bit. Yeah. Then, I don't know. If, I don't. So I don't know if you know. Grand final, two thousand and nine. Haynes yeah. is on his run. He's he can't be touched. He's yeah. invincible. Yeah. We get to the sheds before the game. He opens his boots. I still remember. I think they were red. Opens them, two left shoes. How good. Grand final day. Grand final day. He's brought two left boots to the, the change rooms. Oh, wow. We had to get a, poli- a police escort. <laughs> That's Someone had to escort the police back to, like, back to his house so that someone can pick up his boots and bring it. I was like, oh, no. Oh, up until no, then, up until then, everything was perfect. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, it's going to be a bad day. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's a moment for you. Yeah, I yeah, know, exactly. Oh. Uh, well, Joshy, we don't want to keep you away from your massage for too long, mate. So we, we do want to let you go. <laughs> I, I personally, while I got you here, I do want to thank you. Um, I want to thank you, one, for your time. Two, I want to thank you for one, just the, the attitude you have, not just with the way you deal with adversity, but the attitude you have towards life, the way you treat people, um, you know, the, the competitor you are on the field. There's so many strong, really strong character traits about you that is so... Um, it's such a, such a great role model for people to look up to. And, um, you know, there's so many people out there that love what you do and how you do it. I've got no doubt we're going to see you back at the top grade very, very soon because you're way too good to be playing reserve grade. Yep. Um, and, you know, I truly hope you get that chance to win that competition because you deserve it. Uh, I can't wait to see when I still go to uh, uh, above and beyond, bigger than you could ever imagine it will be. And, um, mate, I really... Appreciate your friendship, and I look forward to calling you in uh, sunny Canberra this Saturday afternoon, mate. 
Sounds good, brother. Thanks so much for having me on, and uh, it's always good to chat to you, boys. Cheers. Thanks, all. Appreciate it. Catch ya. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91